Welcome back to Cycle Wisdom, where we empower women to restore natural menstrual cycles to improve health and promote fertility. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Minger, and I'm so glad you're listening today. On today's episode, we're going to continue our series of talking all about hormones, but this week we're going to shift gears a little bit. We've been talking recently about estrogen and progesterone, the two main female hormones, but this week we're going to start talking more about androgens, which includes testosterone as well as some of the precursors to testosterone. We'll be talking about what androgens do in your body, as well as reasons for both excessive androgen and low androgen levels. And finally, we'll talk a little bit about how to balance your androgens naturally in a way that works with your cycle to help improve your overall symptoms. So let's get started with a story about a client of mine who we'll call Bethany. Now, Bethany came to see me because she was having some troubles with infertility for the past three years. Upon asking more about her other symptoms, I found out that she had also struggled with low libido, as well as feeling tired to the point of exhaustion at some times. Bethany was already charting her cycles when she came to see me, and although her cycles looked to be happening somewhat regularly, she was not able to consistently identify the time that she was ovulating. After reviewing her charting, I began with a thorough evaluation of Bethany's lab work by checking all of her hormone levels. What we found is that she had significant decreases in not only her testosterone levels, but also in some of the precursor hormones to testosterone, which we'll talk a little bit more about later in our episode. With this lab evaluation, we were also able to determine this was causing some ovulation dysfunction which is why her cycles seemed to be happening regularly, but the ovulatory hormone levels were really struggling. Since ovulation was having a harder time of occurring, it really was throwing off the rest of her entire cycle, which of course made it difficult for her to get pregnant. So I started off working with Bethany to make some significant adjustments in some of her lifestyle habits. We started with making sure she was getting more regular exercise and worked to eliminate processed foods from her diet. At the same time, I got her started on an appropriate treatment course for helping to boost her DHEA levels, which is one of the precursors to testosterone that was very low for her. Between the lifestyle changes and the DHEA supplement, Bethany was able to get to a point of where she was starting to notice more consistent ovulation occurring when she was tracking her cycles. She also began to notice significant improvement in her fatigue levels and her mood, and even her libido was improving. When we retested her levels again a few months later, they weren't completely yet into the normal range, but they had significantly improved to a level where she was able to achieve a natural pregnancy on her own later on that cycle. More importantly, Bethany learned how to monitor for changes in the future, so that if she began to notice a shift in her ovulation patterns going forward, she knew how to adjust her lifestyle habits to get back on track with her hormones. So let's talk a little bit about androgens in general and what they do. Now, the most common androgen that people know about is testosterone, which is primarily produced in the ovaries and your adrenal glands. Now, you have two adrenal glands. One sits on top of each of your kidneys. They don't have a direct correlation specifically with kidney function. It just happens to be where they're located in the body. Testosterone is important in the body for both males and females specifically in regards to maintenance of bone density, hair growth, libido, and supporting muscle mass. 
there are also a couple of very important precursors to testosterone. And it's important to measure these because some of these hormones actually go off on a different pathway to later influence estrogen levels and other hormones. The first hormone in this pathway that we talk about is DHEA sulfate, also known as dehydroepiandrosterone. But going forward today, we'll just call it DHEA. Now, this is a precursor to testosterone as well as downstream to estrogen products. DHEA is produced by the adrenal glands, and a small amount is produced in the ovaries as well. That DHEA is then converted to androstenedione, which is a precursor to testosterone. So one of the other lab tests I evaluate if I'm looking at androgen levels is to make sure that we have enough of that androstenedione in your body in order to then turn into testosterone. Now, there are lots of different things that can cause any of these levels to be low whether it's DHEA, androstenedione, or testosterone. But it's most important to know if you are having trouble with all of those levels or just certain ones, because that will make a huge difference as to the appropriate treatment course. Knowing which of the androgens is out of range also helps me to diagnose where the trouble is so that we can evaluate the underlying cause for the abnormality. So, What are some of the symptoms you may notice if your androgen levels are out of balance or if they're specifically if they're too low? Like Bethany saw, we can see significant fatigue, decreased libido, and changes in your mood, which typically shows up as depression. Other things we see in regards specifically to menstrual cycle irregularities can include ovulation dysfunction or irregular cycles. Specifically, we often see signs of too much or sometimes too little estrogen that tends to go hand in hand if the testosterone levels are out of balance. The estrogen levels would depend upon how well your body is ovulating and how far out of range those testosterone levels are. So knowing that the testosterone and the estrogen are related to each other is really important. Some of the reasons your androgen levels may be low can be problems with your lifestyle such as excessive exercise, low body weight, or stress. Now, in general, as women age, and especially as women go through the menopausal transition, their androgen levels will also decrease at that time. Other common reasons for low androgen levels are in women who have had one of their ovaries removed for any reason, as you are now missing a source of androgen production. We also know that hormonal birth control, hormone replacement therapy, certain androgen-blocking medications, and certain breast cancer treatment medications can all decrease testosterone levels as well. Levels will also drop naturally during pregnancy, breastfeeding, as well as in people who have autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, autoimmune thyroiditis, or lupus, all of which can add to low testosterone levels. Some of the less common causes of ovarian dysfunction can be premature ovarian failure, adrenal gland or pituitary dysfunction. And although these cases are more rare, it's important to check for any issues because these important areas in your body also control all the other hormones throughout the rest of your body. It's crucial to know if we are just dealing with a fertility or menstrual cycle irregularity or if there's a bigger problem altogether that may lead to other hormone dysfunction as well. So really, when I see low androgen levels when we're going through our evaluation, it's not enough to just stop there. We always continue forward with that next step to understand why we are seeing those low androgen levels 
and how we can manage the underlying cause to correct the problem downstream. So let's shift gears a little bit now and talk about what happens if we notice that your androgen levels are too high. Your symptoms may include noticing more stereotypical male pattern tendencies, like excessive facial hair growth, deepening of the voice, increased acne, or increased sweating. In regards to your menstrual cycles, they will often be irregular because the estrogen levels are struggling to keep up to balance that elevated testosterone, which adds to ovulation dysfunction as well. There are actually many things that cause excessive androgen levels, and the most common cases that I see in my practice would be in clients that have PCOS, or polycystic ovarian syndrome, and insulin resistance, which can occur independently of PCOS or go along with it. Thyroid dysfunction is another common thing that I find that can increase testosterone levels, and we see many women that have borderline thyroid problems that have previously been told their thyroid was normal, but they didn't have the full evaluation needed. We will be having another episode talking all about thyroid hormones next week, so make sure you tune in to hear more about thyroid as a critically important hormone. When your thyroid or pituitary gland are not functioning appropriately, the feedback that your body gets in response to testosterone and its precursors can be skewed, which blocks the transition of DHEA to androstenedione to testosterone at any point in that pathway. There are also certain medications that can increase your testosterone levels. And again, as you've been hearing in many of my recent episodes, birth control is one of those prescriptions that certainly can cause your testosterone levels to go out of range. Hormonal contraceptives work to try and suppress your other hormones like estrogen or progesterone, or it may be elevating your hormones above a level where they should be, which then causes your testosterone levels to be driven up higher in those cases as well. There are a few other rare cases for excess testosterone levels, but things that are really important to evaluate, and this would include evaluation for certain genetic conditions like adrenal hyperplasia. Rarely we find that there may also be tumors that are either benign or cancerous that can secrete testosterone as well and cause levels to be elevated. Again, this is why it's so important to understand the reason why your levels are out of range before knowing how we can treat your underlying cause appropriately. It's also important to understand these to know that it's not okay to just start taking an over-the-counter supplement. Now, as far as trying to balance your androgen levels naturally, we can look to some dietary modifications to help make that happen. I recommend specifically fiber-rich foods, so whole grains, beans, vegetables, as well as limiting any refined carbs and sugar. Again, we always are going to try and pay attention to any lifestyle changes that we can make. So trying to get that regular exercise, maintaining a healthy weight, and managing your stress levels. It's also crucial to get adequate sleep of seven to eight hours per night, as well as avoiding environmental endocrine disruptors and limiting your alcohol and caffeine intake. There are certainly other prescriptions and over-the-counter supplements that can help with adjusting your testosterone production. But again, it is critically important to work with a healthcare professional who is trained in hormone management in order to be able to prescribe the appropriate medications or supplements needed that won't create other long-term problems downstream. 
It's also important to know that many of these medications or supplements are not recommended to take while you're trying to get pregnant as they can impact a developing fetus. This is why it's critical to be able to track your cycles and understand your fertile window in order to avoid pregnancy during the time that you're on those medications. I hope this episode has been a helpful overview of the role of androgens in the female body and most importantly, helps you to understand how to identify if you may have a problem with your androgen levels. Make sure to tune in next week when we'll talk all about thyroid hormone and why it's important for your cycles, fertility, and overall health. If you are ready to work with our elite team of healthcare professionals, go to our website, radiantclinic.com, to schedule a free discovery call with me and learn more about our package-based pricing for healthcare. We customize your treatment plan and include options to access a hormone coach, fertility awareness charting experts, a registered dietitian, a health coach, and of course, all the medical care you need from me as a board-certified physician. We are currently able to see people for in-person appointments in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, or can arrange for a telehealth visit if you live in the state of Iowa. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this podcast with someone in your life who would benefit from our services. Remember to subscribe to this podcast for more empowering content. I sincerely appreciate your support, and I look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode of Cycle Wisdom.